What's going on, potheads? And welcome to the Turkey Day episode of Two Homies Chatting. We hope you guys are having a great day enjoying food, family, and football, as well as this raw, unedited, uncut episode of Two Homies Chatting. We got a special treat for you this episode, though. So while you're sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying the show, just know this is the second ever episode live with me and Ken together in the same room in Ken's garage, fresh out the 801. So please sit back, enjoy a whole lot of food, make sure you got those Elasta Band pants on, and enjoy the show. Two homies chat. Just two homies chat. The podcast THC two can you let me ask you just two homies the updated chat. technology from the iphone 7 to a 13 it's game changer it's like it's an absolute game changer what was life before this well dirk the dirk episode yeah Dude, yeah welcome, i was like welcome everybody into it oh welcome, yeah bring us in hey bring us in i've got to review the notes i didn't read them yet that's okay I sprung it on you again. <laughs> Good. Um, where we go? We're going 41 episode, episode 41. 41. Two homies chatting. One, two. Second ever episode in Ken's Garage. Ken's Garage on set. On set. Live. Live from the 801. Uh, live-ish. Live-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Podcast live. <laughs> um, Turkey day tomorrow. Turkey Day. What's up, bro? Thanks for uh, letting me come in and... Uh, it was awesome. You know, just show up all the time. I love it. And you're welcome always, everybody to Two Homies Chatting. You're always welcome. And all the listeners are always welcome as well. Um, to the podcast. Not to my house. Um, are you bringing this feng shui... Is this a tablet stand? Some like... Look at that. Look at that. Got the notes. Got the notes. Episode 41. The Dirk episode. Dirk, Dirk and Whiskey. 41. It was the first jersey number I was ever given. 41? 41, yeah. West Jordan Jaguars. I probably weighed 58 pounds. I was in fourth grade, and I played defensive end. That's... It was fierce. It was fierce. I was fierce. I was. You were a mile, the Miles Garrett of your day, of your what in, in West <sighs> Jordan. Uh, no, I was definitely not the Miles Garrett. I was probably more Carl Nassib. Uh, no, maybe like a like a Nick Bosa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like like a force to be reckoned with, but like not a freak in any way. Like, yeah, like like I'm not like. Nobody was like, whoa, did you see 41 for the Dub J Jags? Did you see him? <laughs> did you, did his kid's see going somewhere. No, they were like, yeah, yeah, he did his job. There he is. He's making money. Which one signed all the money? Was it Nick or Joey? Both. Um, they and, both got the money? maybe a bad analogy directly because of that. Because um, they both did go somewhere very well. Yeah, I'm like, I can never remember. I feel like everybody gets paid all of a sudden. Yeah, Taysom Hill out there making ninety-five million dollars, possibly. He becomes quarterback. 
I guess. But yeah, I would love to see Kenny Bosa. No. I used to wear the wrist pads. That was that was back in like the nineties. What number would you be now? Forty one, probably still. Still forty one. Yeah, I'd probably rock forty one. Even though like essentially you can have any number now, right? Like Yeah. They, they that's up. what I mean. Yeah, you can have any number, so I'd probably play backup quarterback and wear forty one. That's a sick. That's sick. <laughs> you look like a patriot. Like you just came in from the Patriots, you know, because yeah. like in the training camp, they just give random people. Mac Jones was fifty in training yeah. camp, yeah, or something exactly. like that. Exactly. I'd just be a fucking the just a straight forty-one. Yeah, it's a good number though. This is like in backup quarterback. Oh yeah, I've seen you sling it. Yeah, I'm a good backup. I run the scout team and stuff or whatever. I've caught a couple passes. Yeah, I've seen you live. Slow. Yeah. I, I get, I'm good for a couple games a year. That's all that matters. Yeah. Look back up. You're the, like the Brad Johnson. Like, I'm like Case Keenum. Yeah. Yeah. Go get yourself. Go get yeah. paid, son. Like, look at Chase Daniels. You get paid and have yourself a Squatters Juicy IPA. Mm. Citrus. Melon. Dank. Fruity. Fruity. Juicy IPA squatters since 1989. I like this. It says, please says, recycle. Juicy IPA squatters. The juicy IPA is a fresh squeeze glass of hazy deliciousness packed with bright citrus aromas and notes of ripe stone fruit. This unfiltered Northeast IPA finishes smooth, creamy, and pulp free. Delicious. Ooh, that tastes nice. Yeah, thanks, bro. The hospitality is so nice. I always love coming to you. Yeah. Ken's Ken's garage, it's hanging out. Well, I like the whole house. Yeah, the whole house is good too. But that the garage is pretty dope. We got cardboard, inversion yeah. table, some kayaks, and a couch. You could build your dartboard or like your house on a hill because everything's lean and right for me. On no, dartboard. that's just how you throw a dart. <laughs> that's just how you do it. <laughs> That is just how you do it. That is how we do it. Bro, we got, we got a big day tomorrow. Yeah, there's more than just one game tomorrow. So a lot of people playing football tomorrow. A lot of, uh, What's up, Hank? Just stop whining, man. They can hear you. The podcast listeners can hear you. The too. listeners know, Hank. The listeners know. There you go, buddy. You yeah. just got yourself a football. Ken's going to get a Duke. <laughs> yeah, go on. Eat that $19 knockoff. Go on. Come over here, bud. This is riveting radio for our listeners. Come over here on the couch in your spot. The camera can see you. Take your pump. spot. Oh, there you go. This is your moment. Go dog pound, baby. There you go. <laughs> get it. Get it in there. Come on. Oh, come on. Lay down. He's good now. He's going to eat that football. Bro. He's back. You guys are going to have to hear him eat that football for the whole episode. Yeah, me and Ken are uh, uh, figuring this out here um, because somehow, for some reason, I can't remember how we did it last time, but... That's probably how we did it last time, just one mic. One mic? Is that what we did? We just did it, yeah. We probably tried to make it work. The the same things, probably, all. all The same technical difficulties that's just been... the same issues. 30 episodes since we've done it. That's crazy. 40, 
one episodes. And I can just think of two. Two teams, Ken. Two teams at the top. There once was a foursome, and now is some mano y mano. Making the turn for the back nine, the two of them. Oh. Tied first in the two homies chatting lead. The, two the hosts. hosts. The two hosts. Shout out to the listeners. But we on top. <laughs> Shout out to the homies. Shout out to the league you. members. If there are any other devoted listeners who might be saying to themselves, I want in next year, let us know. We can expand. But right now, the way it sits, the two homies champ is tied with Kentuxis Kittleballs. I've decided the Kentuxis is like a cross between Kentucky and Texas. I like that. So, like, you got like a state name, yeah, like Kentuxis. Yeah. yeah. Kittleballs. I, the they one wouldn't thing, let me do chub. And I, they wouldn't let me do dick. They wouldn't let me do, but they let me do balls. Do you feel now? Now, me and Debra have been talking about this because I'm so interested. Because do you feel, Kenny, that like, is it balls more? I feel like balls is more offensive than chub. Yeah, chub is the player's name on my team. And with two B's, too. You're spelling with two B's. Yeah, like his name. Yeah, I don't know. I like how you made that way cooler than what I gave you, though. Like, I like how the Kentuxis. <laughs> Kentuxis Kittleballs. Kentuxis. I could just see, like, your mascot. It's going on like... the trophy. It's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see, like, a, like a Montgomery Biscuit-style oh, mascot. dude, it's somebody like... in one of the Kentucky Derby hats and get up. Oh. And it's a, it's a, it's a ball tucker. Let's be honest. It's what it is. It's a, it's a ball tucker in a Kentucky Derby. Like full, fully nude male tuck. <laughs> Kentucky Derby hats. No, all dude. they're wearing. Pasties, at least. Pasties. <laughs> and a hot brown. They're rocking a hot brown. And then the tuck. And then the tuck. Glass of bourbon. Casual tuck. Casual. On their way to a championship. You feel you feel that and that confident. Cause I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty. Like when when your estimated score starts getting to like 200, mm-hmm. I feel pretty. I'm feeling pretty strong, but I, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself right now. It's right. matchups. We already it is a matchup. It's matchups. If you look at the other league that we play in, I've outscored everybody in that league. Oh, I'm terrible in that league. But you're number one. Uh, yeah, it makes no sense. None. No. My roster is. My roster has zero playoff abilities. None of it makes sense. Yeah. It's great. You know what doesn't make sense either? Is how I have a quarterback that's questionable with COVID toe. Oh, yeah. COVID toe. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. COVID toe. I don't even know what COVID toe means. It's both. He has COVID and a turf toe. <laughs> I like how he's just like, oh, yeah, this is what I got. And now he's just like putting his toe on television all the time. All right. It's interesting. But I'm feeling pretty strong, Ken. I mean, there's a lot left. There's a lot of football left. I think we know that. But I'm feeling strong. I got the Wolf Dogs this weekend. You got Sunday Sermon, which kind of surprised me last week i guess we're all like i guess the whole projected 200 points thing is irrelevant everybody's projected 200 points so and projections are only so much 
Hey, man, I, I, a man can dream, okay? I'm feeling this, Ken. I feel like, let's see, projected playoff bracket today. Keystone Heavy, Kentucky's Kittleballs. Calvin and Hobbs, the Dak Knight Rises. McFly's versus Debo and the Blowfish. And the Wolfdogs versus the two homies, Chad. No. Like, we're just, like, there with, like, a casual 7-4. and four. It's not even like we have, like, a good record. Like, if we lost this week no, and then one a couple people won, oh, it's one we're, game. like, into a five-way tie. Mm-hmm. Three games left in the regular season. Oh, yeah. So, it's time. Yeah. It's time. You can. I'm about to get real vulnerable in the last two weeks of the regular season of the fantasy football league. Probably, yeah. I got I got Patriot bye weeks, so defense kicker. I ain't dropping that defense. But I also ain't dropping anybody else. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. It's exciting. It's exciting stuff. It is exciting stuff. It's getting closer to the best time of football. I got a I got a new team name. There's a new energy in the building. You guys are feeling juiced, huh? Everybody's tucking. Everybody's just straight <laughs> Kentucky hat tucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got the Cam Newton. Everybody looks like Cam Newton and walks like RuPaul. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a, is that a fair? My wife's gonna be mad that I even mentioned RuPaul, but uh, I don't know very many. I don't even know if that's legit. So, I mean, add, add us. That's two homies. Chat, chat at gmail.com. <laughs> we just want to know. Us, we just want to know. Let us know how mad we are. You are. We are. We're all mad. Everybody's a little bit angry. It feels like. You no. Know, but the one oh, good thing is. We do got to pick up. Tomorrow's the day that we give thanks. Not necessarily forgiving. But for day of food and football, family, the four Fs. Yes, it's my favorite. That was holiday. three Fs, I guess. Favorite it's, holiday. To me, to, the me, to me, Thanksgiving is number one. It's not a popular thing. A lot of people put it up there on the hierarchy of holidays. But to me, it's number one. It's Christmas without the gifts. It's awesome. It's all the same stuff. It's Christmas without the snow. It's, it's Christmas without having to buy stuff <laughs> but then they that's when they threw in like the black friday and made it like but that's all for you yeah <laughs> like when nobody goes black friday shopping for christmas Damn maybe man. some people do but i agree ken most people just go to get a tv i, I might go get a tv you gonna go get a tv i found one on that wall right there right there on that wall yeah next to the moose yeah, that's I have a sick to, combo. Yeah, I'm have to raise the moose. The TV moose combo. You yeah. should put the moose above the TV, and then like the TV right under the moose's nose or something. Yeah, that's exactly what I should. That'd do. be sick yeah. as fuck. That's what I should do for sure. Where the hell did you get this moose? I inherited it. My grandfather had it in his office for a long time, and they sold their house in Sandy, and they were getting rid of stuff, and nobody wanted it, and I got there late. And I was like, yo, what's up with this moose hair? <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I'd pick up. And be like, when do you see a moose They were moose like, head? you want that? I was like, yes, please. <laughs> Look at that with the Easter Bunny. Shout out. It. Shout out to Grandpa Barry. There's no way in hell you're listening right now. But if you are. So, Grandpa Barry. Thanks for the moose head. 
Yo, that thing is sick, guys. Yo. It's dope. I got bunny ears on it right now. You should put like, you know, the one thing that always kind of, you know, like for an example, okay, to your point, this is like Christmas without the Christmas, right? Like Mariah Carey did that song, All I Want for Christmas. Okay. That song came out in like 1993. Is that true? Still gets played. I think that's true. Yeah. Still gets played. She's making like 80 mil a year off that damn song. We just got to come up with the one Thanksgiving song, bro. That's catchy. That's fun. That one that you're jamming. You're like, ooh, ooh. Is that the Thanksgiving jam? There aren't is very that many. Turkey Day jam? There aren't very many. There aren't very many Thanksgiving songs. There aren't very many Thanksgiving movies. I think there's just the one Charlie Brown one. I think there's some. I think, yeah. I guess that's true, huh? I think like there's like the prim. Uh, yeah, when did that come out? I mean, it says 2011. No, that's with Justin Bieber. J- Justin Bieber credit. That's interesting. No, 2009. I mean, let's see. Oh, let's see. All right, here you go. Wikipedia is going to tell us what's up. Wiki knows some fan wrote 1994 it. single. My bad. One year off. It was close. Definitely not 18 years off. Shout out to Walter Often. Isife, uh the co-writer, co-writer of the song, Walter, Walter A, you out there? Uh, that dude's making bank. Songwriter, record producer. Uh, yeah, he collaborated with Mariah Carey on her first six albums. So shout out to you, Walt. You killing it? This song's killing it. Ninety four. Uh, by 2017, it had reportedly earned $60 million in royalties. Bro. That's crazy. That's, that's money. That shit is crazy to me. Should we listen to it? It definitely sounds better than that. Every time you listen to it, she makes a dollar. She probably makes more than that. Or do you think it's more like cents? Do they get cents in royalty or do they get dollars? It's like per play, probably percentages of cents. The real royalties probably come from people using it in Movies. advertisements and things. Yeah. Not like a Apple Play. Like they probably get a lot. It probably gets a lot on Spotify this time of year. And I think that those I think Spotify pays like a tenth of a cent per play. I think that's a legit thing. I think that's like a flat rate. Yeah, that's good. That's that's great. Yeah, they pay. It says here that they pay point zero zero three three cents. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's that this up. one off freeyourmusic.com has Spotify's paying zero zero four three cents a stream. Amazon Music's paying. Um, 00402 a stream Apple Music plays pays the most it looks like at 0078 3 a stream and t- oh no tittle actually so let's give me give me just give me one of give me Spotify's number Spotify is 0.00437 cents so give me give me how many times a day you think that song gets played on Spotify. Just do a uh, hundred million times. Because that's like all over the world. 
You know, that's not like a song. That's a, that's a universal song. 100 million? I think so, yes. Yeah, nine zeros. $437,000 in Spotify royalties for 100 million plays. In a day. In a, it, well, I mean, if that's what a day is. I wonder if you can Google that really quick. How many what's this, How many times is that song streamed on Spotify? That, that's what I want to know. I can tell you how many times it's played each year. Said at one point, all I want for Christmas was getting 800,000 streams a day. Oh, here we go. This is saying it averaged a million daily streams on Spotify in the U.S. A million? Yeah. Previously. That is $4,000 a day. Four grand a day. In Spotify. Doing nothing for a song you made since 93. Okay, now now give me um give me a month's worth of that. What's what's that? 30 days, hundred thousand, thirty, hundred and thirty thousand dollars. And they play that shit in October. That's true. So that's probably three months. Three months. Three that's four hundred thousand dollars every Christmas. Just but that's every, just every holiday season in Spotify world. Just Spotify. We just need one good Thanksgiving song, Kenny. One good Thanksgiving song. I know Adam Sandler's got one, but we need one good Thanksgiving song. Ooh, that's a tough ask, man. We need an all we start I want digging for into Christmas the history. We need to start digging into the history of Thanksgiving. See, there's not a lot to write songs about <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying I don't, you're not wrong but I think people I I look at I just look at Thanksgiving in a different way I don't look at it as like that piece of the puzzle you know like the historical content yeah sure now it. you can do it about beer and football there's three games on I'm a, bi- I'm a big fan of that they have the the, the like eight-legged turkey that they always have every year the turducken yeah it's awesome they kill it so i'm a big fan of that you could write a song about all of those things you could write a song about cranberry sauce cranberry the only time anybody ever eats it sauce. is this time of the year i'm yeah like i'm interested bro i think we could come up with something good I really do. I think we're a couple wicked smart dudes. Average smart dudes. Wicked smart. Just average, probably. I'm feeling wicked. We've been picking the Thursday night games, and we're five, five, five and five. Yeah, and but now we got three. Now we got three of them to pick. I think it's going to break here. It'll break here, my friend. We should pick them in chronological order, probably. Yeah, I like a nice... Uh, it's nice to have the 11 a.m. game. I don't feel so rushed now. It's 10.30 Portland. 10.30 a.m. Mountain. Oh, is that what it's is that what it's given us? A little earlier. Right Ooh. after the parade. What are we rocking first game? Bears-Lions. Ooh, stuff me in an oven. 0-9-1 oh, Lions. 3-7 Bears. Is Fields playing? Fields is playing, and the quarterback for the Lions is... They just said Goff, right? He's going to play through the oblique. Did they say that today? Yeah, today. I didn't hear that. That was Doyle. I got that the Bleacher Report 
phone's up there. I'll grab it in a bit. Um, Interesting. They said Goff's expected to play through the oblique. So an injured Goff is better than what was his Tim name? Doyle? Tim Doyle. Or Doyle rules? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Do you feel? Oh, I feel like maybe this is screaming Lions get their first dub at home. Lions at home. Haven't won all year, but have competed other than a couple of games. Chicago's won six of the last seven games versus Detroit. Yeah, but that, you know. I'm going Bears. You're going Bears? Bears 23, Lions 17. That's sad. It's just sound. That seems like that's an ugly score, too, for an ugly game. You're going Bears, Ken? Mm -hmm. What are the other two games? Let me see. Um, and then that one. I'm going to go Lions get the first dub on the turkey day. I love it. Go big, dude. And I'm going. I'm just feeling like it's going to be something shocking. Shocking. Like we're going to be Goff like. Goff is back. What the hell is going on? The fuck? I'm going with the 35. Twenty-four. Lions thirty-five, Bears twenty-four. First win of the season to move to one nine and one. That's like an area code, bro. <laughs> Yo, I live in the one nine one. Raiders at Cowboys afternoon game. Oh, I wish I could say. I feel like I wish I. I my heart wants me to say the Raiders because I. Just feel like the Cowboys are kind of slipping a little bit right now, you know? But I feel like the Raiders just have so many outside distractions that it's tough. You know, their coach gets fired. Their uh, Henry Ruggs goes and gets himself locked up. <laughs> and they ain't letting him out. No, no, no. Um, the dog, too. And I think this would be a nice bounce back game for the Cowboys. So I'll pick the Cowboys something like um, Oh no, I feel like it's going to be kind of close. So I want to say like a 24-21 type of score, but I feel like it could also be super high scoring. So just as what You tell is. me, I'll mark it up, dude. Uh, mark it eight, dude. Um, I'm going to go against you here as well. And, um, you feeling the Raiders. Derek, Derek Carr throws for four touchdowns and they win 35-27. I will tell you this. I hope you're right. Even though I'm picking the Cowboys, <laughs> I pray to God you're right. Thursday night, finally... Saints finished your turkey. Trace is picking Saints facing the Bills at home. Picking my money's on the on the, I need I need Buffalo to lose. Especially with this tight game coming against Tennessee this weekend. I need a, I need a Buffalo loss. I need it. I need it. And so I'm I'm rolling with the hell. We going. 
We're going eyeballs, Kenny? <laughs> Me against the great on them all. <laughs> well, what's your score? Uh, Saints. Oh, uh, um, I'm feeling something like um, nice, ugly defensive battle. Mm-hmm. Something like a 17-13 maybe. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like ugly. that. I got the Bills 15 to 12. Ooh, nice fucking score. <laughs> I like that. Just a bunch of field goals. A whole game. <laughs> Five field goals. No, four I'm field goals. I'm thinking one of them is a touchdown, but they missed the extra point. You got a safety on one? You got a, yeah. you got a, you got yeah. a safety touchdown, in Touchdown, a field goal, and a safety. Ooh. Like uh, Dan Orlovsky style safety, like someone just like blatantly just runs in the back of the end zone, fumbles it out the back. Josh Allen fumbles it out the back of the end zone. That's that's gonna be so funny, dude. I know. Can let me uh, let me ask you something, bro. You know, picking these games. What's your like? uh, What's your favorite uh, piece to the Thanksgiving meal? What you like go to like the first thing you're craving, you know, double up on the first plate. Um <clears throat> Whew, that's tough. It's turkey. It's it's turkey, but it's also turkey with the mashed potatoes. Mm. It's that combo, it's combo I'm looking for. But a runner up second is Mama's funeral potatoes. Mm. She's gonna make them. I know it. I'm gonna eat them, and I'm gonna love them. You gotta go. Or you gonna go two trips? Two trips with <laughs> them potatoes because ain't nobody else making them like Mama. You love them. Shout too. out to you, Mom. Love you. Hey, orange. That was probably too loud. It was good. Okay. It was appropriate. Okay. It yeah. was loud, but it was. So that's how I feel when I say yeah. Mama Angel's name. I feel like I want to scream it at the mountaintops, the precipice. I, I like don't want to mess with the I like your like, uh, Thanksgiving Day shepherd's pie. Yeah. Too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I also look forward to pie. Speaking of pie, I also look forward to the pie. So, did you not see I got you a glass for your beer? Oh, shit. No, I have I another beer. Pour it in this glass. It's a nice glass. I poured mine in the football glass. I don't fumble it. So I just. I go with the football glass because it's got the because you got hands right laces out. Dan <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Did you got like a? You got a this game right here. Oh yeah, we live right now. And I oh, hope, it's over now. I hope people understand how good the Golden State Warriors are and how dominant they will be when Clay Thompson comes back. They're scary for sure. Nah. Yeah, they're scary for sure. Did you watch that? Did you watch the the trash talk? I want to watch it. I want to pull it up. It was it was cash. It was it was pretty. It seemed like it was like two separate interviews clipped together, maybe. But I, I can't really tell. I, I was gonna pull up the commercial. Have you seen the commercial? It's good. I have not. Let's, did you gonna... check out that uh, Bernie Kosar bait? Did you finally yeah. see that? No, Baker? I saw it live. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. Baker, great. Everybody, stop hating on Baker. Ian. Just stop it. Just stop hating on my boy Baker. Ian, Eddie, him. It's like I told you the other day, bro. Like America believes in the Browns. I think so, and that's why there's noise. Yeah, they want them to be good. 
Nobody. How many teams are we not talking about right now? So many bad teams. That you talking about Jacksonville? Nobody. Is. Are they like, oh, boo, Trevor Lawrence? We need to talk about Jacksonville. Nah, he looks pretty. We need to talk about Miami. We need to talk about Houston. We're not talking about. Ain't nobody saying anything about Seattle. They're not a bad organization though. They're just having a bad year. They they've had a couple of hits, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're just they're just struggling a little bit. Yo, I can't find this commercial anywhere. I saw it on the TV today. The match. The match. It'll be interesting. My money's on Brooksy. Bryson's a. Yeah, I don't even think it's a contest. I think Brooks kept. They're only playing twelve him. holes. I think he destroys him. They're like Phil Mickelson asked uh, Brooksy on that interview. He's like, "How the, how's the, how are you going to enjoy the twelve holes?" He's like, it's a lot better than being out there with that guy for eighteen. <laughs> That's great. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. They uh, think they kept uh, talking about. They they decredited uh, Bryson's COVID ma- uh, major win, like they were ju- they were like, uh, uh, or not, maybe it wasn't that, but I don't think Brooksy was in the tournament that the major that uh, Bryson won. That's true. He was out. Yeah, and so he was discrediting that, and then giving Phil credit for like continuing to dominate. Like that's, that's credit. Like that's credit due for sure. Yeah, Phil's, Phil's the man. Phil's the man. Yo, Tigers. Tigers were practicing too. That's nice to see him out there he's swinging. Back. He'll be no, back. He's not back. He's not back. He's just hitting some balls. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. He'll be back. Yeah, like soon. You know what else? What else are you gonna do, Tiger? Definitely don't want to do like. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like he was he was coming back. He was like bounce back. He was pulling the Kobe, you know, RIP. But like, they have have a bad thing happen to you, and then kind of do a, a lot of positive things to kind of. Oh yeah, those are clean. I saw those when I came in, and I was like, Yo, I'm a Kobe. This dude's just rapping. When I come home from work, slip the Kobe's on. I do. I, I Mister Rogers it. <laughs> I want you to be my neighbor. The funny thing is, is I pull off Vans. That's <laughs> what I wear to work. <laughs> Which are comfortable. Yeah, I got the insole too. And I put, but I put my Kobe's. It just makes me feel like a winner. Kobe? No. Yeah. Mamba. Mamba mentality, bro. I feel it. I'm feeling Mamba it. Mamba mentality. Dude. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that is what it's all about. I was, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what that looks like once it's all done. Speaking of mentality. Oh, yeah. You put something in the note. Yeah. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about athletes. Yeah, did you see this, this Everson Griffin video, bro? Did you see this thing? I guess it kind of came out this morning, and I don't know. I, I haven't heard many people talking about it, but I also been, like, traveling and and on the way, but like Everson Griffin basically was like posted at a social media video, um, uh, holding up his guns 
basically saying things like he, he was identifying that they were registered, but they were also like people were trying to kill him. Like they were trying to break into his house right now and kill him. Um, he texted a number of teammates like, yeah, you. Uh, you know, come, I need your help, things like that. And so, you know, I thought it was kind of interesting because I don't know what happened. I'm sure more information will come in. But I also remember like just a couple of uh, like a week or two ago, the the Raiders cut a player for doing the same thing, like flashing guns, kind of a little bit of a mental episode of what it seemed like. And I just think, you know, it's uh, they play a violent game, a lot of knocks to the head. And some people that doesn't have an impact, but I think it's cool that they are all sports are bringing a lot more awareness to that topic. Yo, but shout out to uh, Stefan Diggs. He had a video that's I that's came up a couple of times on the IG. Yeah. Um, I might have sent it to you a few months ago, but it comes up all the time, and it's he talks about that all the time. Like you, you don't know what somebody's going through, and something that might yeah. be easy for you might be hard for somebody else, and that kind of aspect of mental health. And yeah, shout out to uh, to the athletes out there who are bringing awareness. To it, I think it's great. I think it's allowing it to become normalized to a point where it's okay. Yeah, talk about right. it. More. If you struggle with some stuff, it's okay. Yeah, I think you know one thing that is unique. JJ Reddit kind of pointed to this on his podcast. Yeah, a little bit. I like that old man in the three. I don't he's, know if you watched that. He's he, great. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he does some good stuff now. Yeah, he's great. Um, but like. Just that it's just a different time, right? Like athletes grow. Athletes are experiencing things where, you know, when Bird was playing or when, you know, Magic was playing or even Jordan in his prime, you go even to Wilt or Bill Russell, if they did something negative, one, Probably didn't hear about it because no. nobody could find out where you were. At no, the time. yeah, no, Michael Jordan punched his teammates at practice, and nobody even knew about it till years later. Yeah, and I think you know when you're in this world of everybody has access to say something about you, where before it was like you just waited until the paper came out the next day. Yeah, you just yelled it from the stands and hoped somebody heard you. Yeah, you know, I think. I think it's a unique no, time. I think there's a little bit of extra added pressure that these athletes experience. But I think it's also like – Oh, I completely agree. All over. Like I, it, it often right. reminds me – not to get like too crazy, but like it reminds me of, of when Chappelle did his, one of his uh, stand-ups and he talked about Anthony Bourdain. And he was like, this dude just had the dopest job, just traveled the world – Ate food with super interesting people. Totally. And he felt the need to kill himself. Yeah. But then he had this kid he went to high school with who was a stud valedictorian, was in law school, gets married, has his life ruined, now is the manager of Foot Locker looking like a referee, <laughs> and never had the thought to ever do that. Yeah. And how, like... That's a mental I, health thing. I often think about that because it's like we... You know, we sit from our armchair QBs areas, our our uh, couches in the arena, and uh, we sit so back and judge. 
and do all these things, but nobody's judging us. Nobody's critiquing how we're watching the game. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I'm I glad that we're talking about it more. I do. I agree. Yeah, the pressure those guys feel is crazy sometimes. I think about this all the time. I'm so glad that when I leave work for the day and exit the building, there's nobody standing there to ask me what I think about my performance when this happened. Yeah. Or, I don't have to answer those questions. I don't. Hey, hey what, Kenny. How um, are you feeling? How's your hip? How's your. You don't have to answer these questions like. <laughs> you know, like they, they, they do. If they perform poorly in a, in a game, right after the game, they have to go out and face a dozen or more people. Who Bunch of reporters. Asking them about why they played so shitty. Like, I, here's my thing. <laughs> like, too. that's so fucked up. Like, he, to God the point. damn it, that sucks so bad. Your boy, numero CS. Six, Baker. Is bro. out there. Getting hammered. Torn labrum. He's got a foot issue. He's got knee issue. And he's... And people are questioning? Like, one, it's already tough to play in the NFL. Yeah. Two, that tells you how bad your backup quarterback is or how much better your starter quarterback is. Like, when you were looking at, um, oh, who played the other night and... uh Oh, on Thursday, last Thursday when Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is so much better than the backup quarterback mm-hmm. that he could be a one leg. <laughs> Still out there slinging, getting hit. Right. Although I do got a bone to pick with a Patriot of mine, and we'll get to that soon. All right. Just, you know, remind me. Who is it? Just do it now. Oh, it's Matt Judon, bro. What's wrong with him? Yo, he hates mac and cheese at Thanksgiving, and that's my favorite. It's my favorite piece of the puzzle. I got to back your boy here. I got to back you down here. I got to tell you, I'm 36. 36 Thanksgivings. I don't think there's been mac and cheese in a single one of them. First of all, it's not true. Second of all, Bumble's got the mac and cheese, bro. I love mac and cheese. I'm just saying. Now I want some mac and cheese. Well, well, I'll have it. I'll have it for you manana. When all these great listeners to the Two Homies Chatting Podcast are like, oh my God, holy smokes, they put out a Thanksgiving episode? Oh, I'm going to get some tryptophan and listen to this shit in my sleep. These guys put out a Thanksgiving episode? The, d- the morning of? We're thankful for the listeners who have joined us on this episode wow. of Two Homies Chatting. I hope crazy? that you're having a turkey sandwich. Yeah, I hope some you're cranberry like, sauce. I hope on you got your shirt. That, that button undone. Just sitting there, letting it breathe, letting that belly breathe. Let it breathe. And one, if you're wearing real pants, amateur hour. Never show up to Thanksgiving in real pants. You always got to get something with an elastic band. They don't have strings. That's really good advice. (laughs) Yeah, like they make they make casual comfort clothes now so stylish. Like I saw you, I pulled you, I walk in, you rocking this black on this black these tight pants with these cobes on, bro. You look you look like you slang so I buy shit from you. 
I'm just wearing sweatpants. That's right. You're comfortable. <laughs> you're comfortable. Shout out to Ryan Smith. Hanging out at the Jazz game. Qualtrics. He's out there just in joggers and some dope kicks. Being like, I own this dude. Hanging out. <laughs> Backwards, flat built cap. A couple of kids between him and Buddy or his brother, maybe. Helping him corral him. Comfortable as hell. Joggers. Love it. You're right, though. You watch, like, LeBron sit out a couple of games. Show up sitting on the sideline. And he's wearing, like, a dope, like, sweatsuit, basically. But looking fly as hell in it. And it says comfort clothes. And they make them. They make them for turkey eating. Stretchable. My and you still look nice. If, if you in street clothes at a sporting event as an athlete, stop wearing sunglasses. Okay? Yeah, sweatpants is enough. Take the shades off. Yeah. Don't be courtside in sunglasses. I saw... I don't know. Uh, is it bright? I saw... I don't uh, know. I've never... It's not I that mean, bright. I mean, you were courtside. Yeah, you're right. It's not that bright. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kenny's flex move of the day. <laughs> What's Ken's flex move of the day? Yeah, actually, from what I recall, it's not that bright. I don't know how what, what it's like on the court, but just on the edge, on the edge or surrounding the court, <laughs> it's not that bright. So I don't know. Sunglasses weren't needed. I left mine in the truck. Bro. This has been a, a really great time. <laughs> Seems like this sounds okay. Sorry for the squeak in the background, everybody. That's just Hank doing this. Just Hank chewing on a football. Yeah. Laces out, Dan. He got pumped. Hank got pumped. He saw Uncle Trace. He came crazy. Allie got pumped. She got zoomies. <laughs> she does that. She's like that one kid from uh, Dex or Dax from. Uh, Incredibles. Fast. Yeah. yeah like the fast little baby. She's pretty fast. She's pretty fast. That's what she does when, when somebody comes over and she wants to impress him. She shows him how fast that she is. Parkour! Parkour! She's good. No. She's good. She's a musician. You guys got a good one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's crazy. She's jamming? She's Taking crazy. after the family. Uh, she heard this Barbie trade. song, and then I found it on the phone, and I played it for her, and... Uh, and then she made it. She was like listening version. to it and she's like, play it again. And like second time she started like humming it a little bit. And then she's like, play it again. And third time she was literally like singing it like she wrote it. And I was just like, okay, whoa. <laughs> whoa, pre- whoa, whoa. I appreciate it. But it's th- dope that you uh, she got the bug. Just just kept playing the same song. I hated, I mean, like, listen, it's a Barbie Chelsea <laughs> song, but. This was like a moment. If she's that into into a song, heck yeah, I'm gonna play it and hate it. Let her listen to it and learn it, because it's all music in the end. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. It's that's not that bad. Doing. There's a little like rap break, a little 808 drop in there. It's oh yeah, it's pretty fire. Barbie, Barbie. The other day, I was like, oh, I'll play that No Doubt Barbie Girl song for her. She'll love it. Oh, yeah. And like 30 seconds in, I'm like, I'm not playing this for my daughter. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't think. She's like, oh, I liked it. I was like, no, we're going to try a different one. I think Aqua did Barbie Girl, by the way. Yeah, that's what I said, right? No, you said No Doubt. You're right. My bad. Yeah. You're right. It was Aqua. It was Aqua. Yeah. 
same era. Yeah, no. I appreciate that's, that correction. That's right. totally that's yeah. true. They were on the same. Now that's what I call Truth. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Volume one, <laughs> two. But you're right. That was Aqua. That's right. I stand. I sit. Correct. They they had a moment in time, but Gwen Just Stefani has definitely lasted like two decades. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Can't get rid of her. He's like Tom Brady. Bro, I'm digging this. So uh, do you owe me 20 bucks? Did you watch the man in the arena? Did you cry a little bit? Did not cry. Don't lie to me. Swear. I was moved. I cried a little bit. I was, I was, uh, I'll tell you this. Super well done so far. It's great. Only watched episode one. Whoever's doing them over at ESPN is killing it. They're doing a great job. The Jordan, the one night in America with the Mets. They're killing it. They're doing such a good job. They, they just keep, the 30 for 30 game is... Just, I mean, this is what that is, right? It's just yeah. like an epic 30 for 30. Let's keep doing it. Pumping them out. I think yeah. it's got to be a different group. They're not related to the 30-30. Well, I thought 30s. every 30 for 30 is an individual producer, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like This is like... Because like Bill Simmons this is like is the somebody original. in-house at ESPN. Some producer they've hired. Somebody's doing it. They're doing a great job. I'm going to lean into the microphone. Keep it up. Keep pumping them out. Let's do one about Jerry Sloan. That'd be interesting. Right? He had like that a, was my thought of the day. He had like a vulgar mouth in a oh, conservative he was, community. Yes. And he was, those teams were so good for a while too. And almost got there. And it's kind of like the four falls of Buffalo type of style. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. About an almost champion. The two avalanches. I mean, Stockton Malone are all-stars for like 10 years. No, I mean... They were on the dream team. Dude, they were on the NBA Jam 96. Um, top 75. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying. Those are good teams. Carl Malone might have 200 children in the world. I heard that once. Why? I hope they all play in the NBA someday. Yeah. <laughs> and starting lineup is Malone at point guard. Shooting guard is Malone. Awkwardly, all of these are half <laughs> siblings. Malone, which is open to Malone. Malone inside. Malone with the fadeaway. Good. Oh, Malone grabs a rebound. <laughs> <laughs> and he just some Malone. Coach Malone calls a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the man in the arena. Uh, it's been good. I think... Um, you know, I told you that I kind of wish that it was like a little later, but I I think what I appreciate a little early. He's still playing, like yeah, right like now. I wish that it, it does was... kind of give. But it, I think that they got by that by it's not really necessarily about him at least yet. Yeah, no, it, it's about the Patriots right now. Yeah, but I'm sure a little it gets bit of him. That, but first episode but was the all reason Drew. he talks about. The man in the arena is because of his Michigan days where they're all about the team, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bo Schenbeckler had a minute. Nobody's better than the team. I'm really interested to, to, to see the direction Saturday. about it. Like I'm really I mean I'm interested to see to see the rest of it play out. Yeah. But. Well, like they showed the second preview, which I know is out now. Anybody could watch it, you got the plus. I'm gonna watch it later, I think. Um I think you're right. Um not tonight though. Maybe manana. After all the football, I'll want more. I'll be like, oh, these games sucked. Give me some time. She Brown's got the Sunday night game against the Ravens. Check this out. Yo, shout out to my dog, Pound. <laughs> we got the Ravens Sunday night. Mm. Bye week. 
than the Ravens again. You guys are are rocking the NFL's version of the home and home. <laughs> exactly. this, this is this is a classic Celtics and Philly, exactly Philly and Boston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back to backs. It's gonna be a tough match, and we get the bye week in between, and they have to play somebody else. They already had their bye week. Who scheduled that? I don't know. It's wild. Two in a row division games. There's a it's couple a of scheduling test. at it's the beginning of the season. It's a tough ask. Like, for sure, but uh, I, the Ravens are down right now. Stock's down. So, I'm be. calling a sweep. You're thinking Browns are winning both. It's a Baker's dozen. It's a sweep. So, well, well, that's not how Baker's dozen. <laughs> oh, wait. That's, that's 13. <laughs> <laughs> Baker wins, I think. And um, if he has some crazy, like, that would be sweet, like, to your Baker's dozen. Baker. 13 touchdowns. 13 touchdowns. Cleveland Browns win both. The See, Baker's dozen. I think that's a I think that's a an interesting scheduling. Jeez, that's match. a lot of touchdowns, man, in two yeah. games. <laughs> I mean, like a, people like, shit themselves that, with somebody. I mean, I Jonathan walk, Taylor had six, right? And people were like, holy fuck. Can I walk that? Uh, yeah, he's on my he's on my lineup, so mm. that's all right. <laughs> Jonas Gray was on somebody's lineup one time. He's no Jonathan Taylor, but you get what I mean. a real deal. Yo, he's that's for the real. Next stand, that's the next. That's what hey, Saquon was supposed to be. That kind of back. Saquon's still there. He's on my. He's in the starting lineup. He's learning a new offense. Yeah, yeah now that they fired <laughs> Jason Garrett. Jeez, man. Why would you hire him in the first place? Yeah, like because he a, wasn't dumb. That's a boner move right there. Wasn't he? He, was he not. He at one coach. point like he wasn't even the offensive coordinator. Of the Cowboys, right? He was just like the head coach. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. they had, what's the guy who's still there? Because he's that bright. Who was the oh, dude quarterback from, uh, for a while from Boise State. Yeah. Kellen yeah. Moore. Yeah. I think there's a little. He's he's going to be head coach soon. Yeah. You watch out. You watch out for Kellen Moore. Yeah. I mean. He's going to get, a, jo- cats, he's gonna get a job too soon. Everybody wants this offense. And this is what's job. happening. It's you're seeing it all come to fruition and it's all predicated on do you have the run game because you look at buffalo last year they were like what and this year they're like pass heavy they got no run game you look at cleveland's offense with stefanski it's sustainable because you got great running backs like you're like three deep in good running backs the earnest is good too like you can dreams take- back at practice yeah like you guys are so deep but then you look at like Los Angeles, what happens when you just leave the run game completely? Because all those guys are from, like, the same coaching tree, right? Like, um, same with uh, uh, San Francisco. It's like, when they run the ball, they're great. It's true. When they let Jimmy Garoppolo go try to win games, they lose. They realize why Bill Belichick traded Jimmy Garoppolo. Handsome guy, though. Yeah. Eastern Illinois. puts out? Puts out, put, puts out a handsome guy. I, you know, I just wish. Uh, he, uh, Let me ask Elijah you something. Mitchell. Yeah, what's up? Let me ask you something. Yeah. If the San Francisco 49ers had Tom Brady, would they win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I Let just, me ask you something. Yeah. 
if the Minnesota Vikings had Tom Brady, do you think they'd win a Super Bowl? Yes. That offense? Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Conklin. Diggs. Diggs. No, not Diggs. Diggs is a Buffalo. Uh, you're right. Uh, Sorry. D- uh, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, you're right. And that defense is good. The problem is Zimmer, right? court cut or not court cousins. Kirk Cousins. Dork Cousins. <laughs> likes to throw you like when that? it's when it's third and fifteen. Kirk Cousins likes to throw six yards out. Like, that's the problem. You're dumb. Yeah. It is what it is. I think Tom Brady, I I think Tom Brady elevates everyone, right? Yeah, I think so too. And like that's the point of the man in the arena. Yeah, like he makes people the the beauty of the man in the arena right now is that you're showing what I love about like this current New England team where yeah. it's like That's right. Like when I think about like I was telling Devery this the other night, I was like, Man, I wish like every New England Patriots defensive player could be in the Hall of Fame from those teams. Cause they were like, they were just like legit fucking great. You yeah, know, like Vince were. Wilfork and Richard Sherman or Richard Seymour. Sorry. Wilfork uh, for food. You are a hall of fame semifinalist. So, but yeah, I'm like, <clears throat> Oh, it's My, fun seeing like those. Cause those are like the peak. Those are funny. Willie McGinnis is yeah. so great. There's they're fun. Those are fun teams. Um, my so far, my favorite takeaway from it is when Drew Bledsoe said about Tom Brady. He said, "If he'd have been an asshole, it wouldn't have been as easy to, to have been a good teammate." Yeah, and that's that's that was the takeaway from there is that Tom Brady, and even when the positions were reversed, he was just a good teammate, and he was all about that. And so, because of that, it was easy for Drew Bledsoe to be a good teammate for Tom. It was easy for for the the team, the defense to rally around Tom, kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my takeaway. It's dope. I agree. I like that. I like that. I love seeing Drew on film. So great. He's got a winery. We should shout him out. Uh, Drew, double Bletcher. back, bro. I've had it. Yeah. Let's. Is it good? Yeah. Let's try to get a case. Let's yeah. get a case. Drew, send us it's a in case. Bend. Send us a case. Bend. Yeah. It's in Oregon. Yo, you know Colton, the homie made the, the logo. Homie logo. Keystone heavy. They all. They got the ties. They know. Colton, they know. Colton, hook us His up with Drew. has got the, the ties. Listen, I saw him on the Dan Patrick show. He was great. Double back. Just come on the so show. Good. Give us 10 minutes. That's all. We'll ask you six questions. I don't even know what I would do. I would, like, this is my I'd favorite football just, player of all time. I'd probably have to mute you. <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> like, probably, Drew, like, that's... I love... I thoroughly <laughs> love Tom Brady. Sure. Right? Like, enjoy him. But Drew Bledsoe is my favorite <coughs> football player of all time. That's right. So like this, I would be like, I would shit myself. I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd have to mute you. Yeah. Stutter. I'd have to have the questions. Probably somewhere like, my name Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah. I'd want to know about Spokane. And I'd want to know about his wine specifically is what my question is. Drew, if you're listening, if somehow Colton gets this to you and you're listening, somehow. come on the show. I mainly want to talk 80% wine in the process and how we get a box of it and 20% football um, and, you know, whatever you don't want to talk about is cool too. Just come on the show, bro. Come hang out. Have a beer or some wine. 
we'll have a wide episode. Thanks for winning that AFC Championship game against Pittsburgh, Drew. I know you, you came don't. in and sling it. Oh, so good. I've been shouting that out my whole life. My whole life. I've never heard the end of it. I've heard the about it. The dynasty starts with, when Drew wins that AFC that Championship game. game. Mm. It's a great game. Really great game, to be there's completely so, honest. There's so many, like, yeah. Where, where else do you get a backup that can step in and play that well? No, well, when your backup is Drew Bledsoe. That's like what I think that's what everybody was waiting for with Dak. Like, Dak gets hurt a little bit, and then Tony Romo comes back in and saves the day. Yeah, I will say, I will say something about the backup in Dallas the Cooper Rush. Yeah. So far, his fade at the end of the game that he played the end zone to Amari Cooper is probably the prettiest ball I've seen for all year. That ball was perfect. Prettiest? Just saying. Prettiest ball I've seen all year. Cooper Rush. That fade. Hmm. You want to watch the tape? Roll the film. Watch the tape. Watch the tape. It's so good, dude. We'll watch it. We'll watch it right now. YouTube. Give me, give me, give me, give me Cooper Rush touchdown throw. There it is. No, oh. Amari Cooper. Look at this on the tablet. This one. Like this one. This one. Oh, Ooh. oh, that's the throw. Give me another view of it, really quick. To win the game. Bro. To win the game. In Minnesota, you left that part out. I forgot that part. Wow. I just can't get over the throw. Give me the replay. Dax. Dax pumped. Everybody's pumped. That's a sad Minnesota Viking fan. Right there. <laughs> we love that. We love that. Well, watch this ball. This ball is so perfect. It's so perfect. Just, just, just plucks. Just boop. right on the spot. Tight spiral. Oh. Money game. Game winner. Shout out to Cooper Rush. Come on the show, bro. Shout out Cooper Rush. Shout out Drew Bledsoe. That's Shout out Tom Brady, dude. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they um I'm not I was surprised you don't owe me 20 bucks. Like because I, I was watching that and I was, I was moved just to tears reliving. Of, I was moved to tears a little bit by some of it. Like yeah. I really was, and that was episode. What parts one. were you moved to tears? Um the the part when he's talking about how he's like how he's on the the stand getting the trophy, mm-hmm. and he looks in the stands and, and sees sisters. his sisters, yeah, that's and a, he's that's like hands one. on his head, like like I can't believe this just fucking Can you happened. This? Yeah. <laughs> like that moment, I was like, right, like you, that. That's like that moment of reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another part where he's talking about um, where Willie McGinnis was talking about how they were like rallying around him like, in yeah. the playoffs or something. Where I was. It's like a team thing. I was like, that's dope. That's right. That's real. Yeah, I uh, I think I'll get more choked up in this next episode yeah, from what maybe. I've seen because then it's talking maybe. about the bringing in Rodney for Lawyer Malloy. Yeah. I think for me, a little different, right? Like, I'm just like reliving these stories. No, it's totally lived. different. That's why I was telling you, like, yeah. this is a must watch for you. This it's is great. like literally reliving the Patriots glory days already yeah even and the beginning when they're like showing like yeah, the whole the having the misery days. of being a kid losing the super bowl losing the brett Favre. yeah that's legit it's been the episode one was great i'm excited to watch too um i love a good football documentary I love they do a, they do a good job you know it's what brings people together it's that they do a really good job with them and um the patriots dynasty is 
one of the most fascinating in sports and you got to live it as a fan so that's cool as a cleveland browns fan i'm like if we could like win two playoff games yeah you're like oh let's go i'm gonna paint my lawn orange (laughs) i think i'll be really interested in the the 10 years of not winning one Uh, i think it will be interesting to hear kind of what went on after the undefeated season that's a tough one and then the second time with the Fucking Mario Manningham catch. Oh, just twice to the same team. Yeah. It's tough. That's some bullshit. No, let me ask you something real quick before you be sunset. Nah, yeah, yeah, there it is. The call out. Um, you think Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer? Now, before you answer, think about this long and hard. Okay? Think about this. From a sense of not two Super Bowl victories. Um, hold on. How long did Eli Manning play in the league? He's played like 15 years. Okay, so that, that matters to me. If I'm a Hall of Fame voter, that matters to me. How long were you good in the league? He started right away, right? What can, what do you consider good? Playoff team? Uh, winning records. Um so playoff team stats, playoff team, winning record, um, playing well, like not being the reason you lose. Even okay, like we're, so, like Dan Marino is like a really good example to me. Never won a championship, but played really great for eighteen went years. Went deep in the playoffs. Deep all in the, the time. playoffs. Went to one, lost one. Right. Let me get on that pro football reference, bro. You got that? You got that pro football reference? Right here. So. So I'll give you this, okay? You got Eli, Eli Manning? Yes. How many years? He went from 04 to 2019. So 15. 15 years in the league. In that time, he was an all-pro four times. Pretty good. Okay. Four great years. In that same time, he went to the playoffs one, two, three, four, five, six times won two Super Bowl championships. Right, he's eight and four in the playoffs. Okay. With a completion percentage of 60. And has 18 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Okay. Did he do you think he had at least 50% of the share in those two Super Bowl wins. Like The reason they win those games is because of him. The reason, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the first Super Bowl is doesn't the, fucking go down. Throws it to fucking David Tyree and he catches it on his helmet. But he, Eli Manning does not go down yeah. at all. And the so, second one is the throw to Mario Manningham. I mean, you got to make the throws, right? So, like, yeah, you know, he does. I think as much are, as you have great defense, questions. in the like, moments of a champion, are you the reason that your team wins a champion? Are you, do you do your part to do you make the plays? That, I think he does. I think he checks all the boxes, and I think he's a Hall of Famer. But do you, but okay. So let, let me ask you some some questions, okay? Because there's a lot of quarterbacks. That have won Super Bowls, right? You have like a Brad Johnson mm-hmm. that played really good in a Super Bowl. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer played really good in a Super Bowl. 
right? Like you've had backups come in when the Giants won their Super Bowl. Phil Simms got hurt, right? I can't remember the one dude's name come in. Right, play really good. Um, even uh, oh, I can't remember his name. I don't know. Um, but like when I think of a Hall of Fame, I'm looking at like sustainability, longevity. Yeah. And although those two times he was great, mm-hmm. right? But he was pretty good for the other times too. Yeah, but like for 15 years, he was pretty good. Like he was more oftentimes not five hundred or below as a quarterback. He had an eleven and five season. He's had one, two, three, four, five winning seasons in the sense of double digits. Two years he was nominated All Pro. They were nine and seven. His rookie year says here was one and six. His rookie year, um, then one eleven and five, then eight and eight. A lot of eight and eight out there. But then did back to back years at six and ten. He was voted All Pro at six and ten. I don't, I don't understand. Um, is that and the then, year they won a Super Bowl? Uh, <laughs> no, you don't make the playoffs at six and ten. I think they did at six and ten one year. No, that's impossible. The year they won the Super Bowl, they won 07 and eleven, which they were ten and six in 07, and in two thousand eleven they were nine and seven. That's the year that's thinking of. They, yeah, they were like a wild. Card I was like, team. nobody can. Win. Oh well, did it one time? People won like six minutes or the. No, it was like the the division winner of the NFC South was like fucking seven win team or some shit like that. Ah, uh, yeah, bro, Kenny. Well, I'm glad you think he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, bro, this was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. I am here for a while. Let's do it again. Let's do it multiple times. Let's do it. Why not? As many times. I also think this was an idea sparked by the life was um, we should do like an ugly sweater party here with the homies. Okay. Okay. Like maybe like KG if he's in town. Word. You know, like a Richards. Word. Uh, You know, whoever else. And then have everybody just come in. We like make this couch and set up. We'll set up something. We'll get like <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Everybody do it just comes in. It comes in, gets a couple little minutes. Yeah, and we'll just get the holiday homie, two homies holiday special. Let's do it. Idea. Let's make it happen. Suck on it. A little no, bit. let's make that happen. Okay, we'll make float. We'll float it. Make that happen. Well, we hope everybody. Enjoys their holiday. Be safe. Yeah. And, you know, just appreciate what you got around you. Yeah. That's important. Homies, a good beer. Mm. Software to record your pod with and release it. Podbean and Spotify's and all of them's. 
And if you're wondering what you should do today, is send this episode all your friends to two homies. See us on the media. Happy, happy Turkey Day. Homies.